Hi there. Welcome, everyone, to the Ask the Coach show from Ping Skills. I'm Jeff Plum, and Alois Rosero is with me. Welcome, Alois. Morning, Jeff. Excellent. So we've got a number of good questions again for you today, so let's get into them. First of all, George has a question for us. Now, George says, I'm trying to develop a serve that just nicks the table. Is this legal? And he says, thanks, George. What do you reckon, Alois? Uh, it is legal, so you are allowed to uh, serve the ball so it just touches the edge of the table. Um, that's perfectly legal, but trying to perfect that so you can do it every time is pretty difficult. So you, you're taking a bit of a risk going that close to the edge, so you've got a chance of making a mistake and going off the side or, or off the end. Um, so it's better just to, I mean, if you're going to try and serve the ball long, great, but give yourself a little bit of a margin. So, you know, give yourself a few centimetres uh, on the end or on the side um, and see if you can um, hit those sort of targets rather than just aiming for right on the edge of the of the table. I remember um, hearing a coach talk once about the difference between um, beginner players and better players. So the beginner players aim for a target that big or bigger or they aim for just the table, the better players start to um, make their target smaller and smaller and smaller. So as they get better, they're aiming for only a couple of centimetres um, from their target rather than just aiming for the table. But aiming for a thin edge, I think that's just going a little bit uh, too difficult. So um, so just aim for, aim for close to the edge but not right on the edge. Yeah. It sounds like a feasible idea. Yeah, really. I mean, just get it lined up and aim for the edge every time and you'll win the point every time you serve. Sounds like a great idea, but I guess players, when they practice their serves, will get an advantage out of their serve when they aren't aiming for the edge every time. And when you do aim for the edge every time, you're going to miss a lot and serve a few faults, and that just gives your opposition a point for nothing. And I think another thing that makes you think this isn't really a viable idea is that none of the top players in the world do it. And they're practicing their serve for you know an hour a day or more. So um, yeah, so I think George Alice is right there. Stick with um, just developing your serves, working on your variation of speed, placement, and spin, and that's your best bet with your serving. All right, so let's move on to the next question now. Frederick, he says, as I play with short pebbles on the backhand, he's begun to wonder whether he should start to twiddle and hit the ball with his short pips, but on his forehand side. Do you think this is a good idea, Alois, and is this something Frederick should train? Yeah, I think um, it, that's, uh, that's an idea that you should try and pursue, Frederick. So by switching and using the short pimples on the forehand sometimes, it, it just gives your opponent something different to look at and think about when they're playing to you. So uh, when they're top spinning to your forehand, they're not just thinking, well, this is the ball I'm going to get. They're wondering, is he going to change and play with the short pimples or is he going to switch and play with the with the normal rubber? So if you can start to utilise that in the in your game, I think that would be really useful. So um, yeah, have a go at it. Um, you don't see it a lot with the short pimples. You see it a bit with uh, players using long pimples, especially um, if they're using long pimples on the backhand, they'll use the pimple and then switch over and use the rubber on their backhand side. But um, 
but yeah, Frederick, I think that's a it's a good idea. It's something that you can pursue, and especially if you're having trouble with that um, slower top uh, slower top spin ball to your forehand, the short people can often be a little bit easier to to make that ball back. Okay, great. So Frederick, yeah, give it a try. Maybe start in some practice matches, trying it and. Um work on your twiddling and I think it could be a good option for you. Great. Okay, so now David has a question for us. Now, um, David said he's seen the professionals when they play and they're returning serve, the uh, opponent will serve short to their forehand and the professional player will move right over their backhand and use the backhand to return the short serve. And so David said, is this something I should practice or should he, he work on using his forehand more? Yeah, so um, I think, David, if you if you find your backhand return easier, that's it, it's definitely something that you can pursue. As you see, and as you said, there's a lot of top players now that um, move around and play the backhand uh, return over from their forehand corner or their right-hander over that way. They, they go over and... Uh, play the backhand return. The advantage of using the backhand is that you can utilize more wrist when you're when you're uh, playing the backhand flick rather than the forehand. The forehand's a little bit harder to utilize the wrist. So that's why a lot of the players are utilizing that backhand return. So yeah, and if you um, search for ping skills backhand sides can flick, you'll see a, a lesson on that exact stroke. Yep. And yeah, give it, give it a go. See how it works. Um, you can um, start to utilise it in practice and utilise it in games, and just see whether it works for you. Um, it's it's a stroke that you can develop pretty quickly, and um, especially as you said, if you've got um, a better backhand return, give it a go. Okay, so yeah, David, start practicing a bit on the backhand side spin flick. Um, I think the fact that a lot of top players are using it means there's definitely some advantages to it. So if you can develop that stroke, um, I'm sure it will help you gain. Okay. Now, this question is from Faith. And Faith has an 11-year-old son, and she's trying to teach him table tennis. And they practice for about a month. and Oh, they practice about once a month, sorry. And they've been doing that for a while, but they're not making a lot of progress. And she wants to teach him how to bounce the ball consistently. And can you tell Faith how to do that, Alice? Yeah. So firstly, I think I think it's Fadi, uh, Jeff, rather than Faith. But um, I think one good way that you can um, start to develop skills with young players is you can get them to start to roll the ball um, along um, a bench top or along the floor. Um, you can even just tap it up against the wall, get them to tap it up against the wall. So practicing once a month at that developmental stage um, is really difficult because you're, you're going to forget most of the skills that you develop um, a month ago. That's a long time um, when you're an 11-year-old. So try to make the practice regular. And if you're not available, just get them, get them to um, do these skills by themselves. You know, just give them a bat and ball, and get them to start to roll the ball um, by themselves. Do some hitting up against the wall themselves, uh, bouncing the ball up and uh, up and down on their bat themselves. So those sort of things are things that they can just do 
any time. It can only be it can be you know a minute or two here and there, and that will develop skills pretty quickly. If you if you're only doing it once a month, it's going to be difficult to to get any real progression. So start with simple skills. Give them some skills that they can do by themselves. Um, we've got a lesson on um, how to practice alone, uh, and that's in our training secrets section of our um, lesson so uh, you can again do a search on that and have a look at um, that that'll give you some really good ideas of what you can get your son to to do by by himself excellent so I think there's some tips there that you can use and especially the you know trying to practice more regularly and hopefully they'll be bouncing the ball in no time and staying to play some good table tennis I hope that helps Okay, now Sasha has asked a question. He says he wants to ask, what service did we both use, Alois, in our careers? And can you tell Sasha what serves encourage a forehand return? Yeah, sure. So, um, well, I used to use the pendulum serve a lot, and uh, used to use the high toss pendulum. That was probably my um, go-to serve in important situations. So. Um, I used the yeah the high toss pendulum or the, or the pendulum serve most of the time. It was interesting as a junior, I basically only did backhand serves because the pendulum serve wasn't um, really used or very popular um, at that stage. So I used, I used a lot of backhand serves um, to start off with, and then switched over to using more of the pendulum serve later um, when I was playing. So so they're the serves that I used. Um, yes, and um, yeah, as I. I used the pendulum serve a lot because that was really when I started playing was the main serve um, that was used. Um, but I also like to use the backhand serve, and I think by the time I was playing, the backhand serve was less common, and not many people was were using that serve. So even if it wasn't as spinny or wasn't as deceptive, I found that players had a hard time returning that serve just because they weren't used to playing against it. Yeah, and that's a, that's a good point, Jeff. I mean, um, it's always a matter of finding a serve that's difficult for your opponent. So it's not a, a matter of necessarily finding a serve that you do the best. It's, um, it's finding a serve that that particular opponent doesn't like. And as Jeff said, if you can find something that they haven't seen very much, and they're not used to, then it's a much more effective serve. So, for example, now I find returning the pendulum serve a lot easier than returning a reverse pendulum serve because I've seen the pendulum serve a lot. I haven't played against the reverse serve as much. So, so um, even though a player might have a really, really good pendulum serve, I'd much rather return that than return the reverse pendulum serve. Okay, great. Sasha also wanted to know what serves encourage a forehand return. Yep. So I suppose that leads us on to, to that. So it's finding a serve that your opponent finds difficult because, again, if you give them the serve that they like, they're going to be able to return that effectively and, and place the ball where they want to place it. So I used to find I used to find the pendulum serve was, was good because um, the playing the serve from my backhand corner. Um, I moved in position. I was ready to play my forehand um, on the next ball. And I played a lot of forehands when I um, went on the third ball rather than backhands because my backhand was pretty weak. So so that was that was a serve that worked well for me to get 
me to play um, a lot of forehands next. But again, it's up to you. It's up to the serves that you develop and the procedures that you develop that's going to help you to um, to get that forehand next. And also thinking about what your opponent struggles with. Okay, so yes, yeah, so, so I guess the key is just you know pick a few serves, work on them, make them your specialty, and and just keep practicing them. And yeah, in a match, bury your serves to find out what's hard for your opponent, and you'll be sure to get an advantage from some of your serves. Yeah, and I think the other the other point that we didn't talk about is just where you're placing your serve too. So um, think about uh, if you're doing your serve. By placing it um, to well, so I'm a I'm a if I if I was a right hander, if I place it more to their backhand corner, uh, it's going to come back to my backhand corner because that's going to be a cross court. Whereas if I play it play the serve more to the forehand or to the middle, then there's more of a chance that they're going to play cross court into my forehand. So so the placement there is also a bit of a a, a key to focus on. Okay, great tip, Alois. Okay, well, that wraps up our show, episode six. Thanks for watching. Um, make sure you go to pingskills.com and check out all the other great stuff we have there. And we will see you next time. Thanks, Alois. Okay, thanks, Jeff.